The learning has been that I am much bigger than my businesses at the moment. I have so much more potential. Mm-hmm. So how am I doing at the moment does not show anything about my value or my happiness. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Digital Nomads Daily Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about habits and we're going to talk about habits for you to become unstoppable. And I have here John on the episode. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Nice to be here. It's so nice you're here. So uh, before we go into like our habit talk, (laughs) I have a couple of quick questions for you. And my first question is, how long have you been nomading? Uh, Well, actually, I was a kind of nomading about 10 years ago in Philippines for a couple of months or so. And uh, then I discovered that uh, I really need to become an entrepreneur, uh, build something of my own, uh, build my own systems and stuff like that. So I was uh, I was in corporate. I was working for a bigger uh, telecom company as well before. And I had I'd worked as an analyst also. I was helping make big decisions for the ministries, the departments, uh, how helping them to make uh, smart decisions about big things in society what's what's better and what's not so it's kind of a mixed background for me and then uh, i cannot say i'm a nomad i've been like living in a forest uh, in a house that we built with my wife uh for five six years or so already and uh kind of staying uh uh, kind of uh, creating our own living environment, the, the things we want to see from the window and uh, the forest view we want. So we're kind of creators. So I would say we are we are nomading uh, in our own home. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I think that maybe it's not like the, the typical digital nomad lifestyle that we see on social media where people are opening up their laptops and cute cafes and sexy places on on the corner of on beautiful corners of this world like i think the essence of this lifestyle is that you can really design your own way of living and in in that way also your environment so uh, there's so many different ways to like approach the whole like who's a nomad if you do x are you still a nomad if you do y if you're still a nomad so i i think it's really cool that um, that we see that it's about the essence of the lifestyle, design your own life, whether that's your house or a travel lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, we, we like uh, took it from the extreme that uh, we really want to uh, be in the privacy in the forest uh, and, uh, and uh, design everything here. Uh, we built uh, our the first house with our own hands uh so we didn't want anybody else to do it well, one reason was to kind of uh, make it cheap and uh, not rely on any loans or uh, any other kind of uh, burden and consume less starting from these kind of uh, clay houses uh straw bale houses and uh, did a few courses on that as well and then uh, then and then we built uh, our first like wooden frame house that's a, like a quite a typical uh wooden frame house but it uses natural insulation materials uh cool. made made of of recycled paper wow <laughs> uh, but yeah but there is a the band big actually the plans are much bigger we have uh uh we first wanted to uh to build our dream house so let's li- build a dream house and let's do it like one time 
and uh, then uh, then we designed uh, kind of a uh, ten times ten uh, square meter house. So it's about uh, two hundred square meter house in total, like two stories. And uh, we managed to make the foundation on on the first year, and uh, and uh, then saw how much work it actually is. Uh, and then we decided that next year that yeah let's build the the next uh, house and the smaller house uh, in one season so this was the time uh, we became kind of independent from uh, any rent uh, from any mortgage so we had no loans we had uh, we had just uh, we had the house to live in and that's it so where are you then talking from right now i'm talking from uh, salema which is a uh, biggest island in estonia uh, Estonia is sometimes said to be the capital of uh, unicorn companies because that is the most unicorns per capita in the, uh, in the whole world. <laughs> uh, so Estonia is leading at currently. So Sarame is an island about uh, 35,000 people. We decided to uh, move here from the city, from the capital. After watching the uh, rural morning uh, TV shows for about two or three years mm-hmm. and kind of getting our uh, mind thinking about it, that, yeah, that rural life is really possible. You don't have to live in the city. And still we, ha- we still we have like the forest uh, air and uh, and the freshness of the of the sea, both. So th- th- that's what we we kind of fell in love with when we uh, actually moved here uh, in a rented cottage. And uh, and the feeling when you get out of the car and you can breathe in this really fresh, fresh air, feeling of freedom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially if you also, so, what you said, that you lived in Manila for or in the Philippines for a while, if you go to like cities where like very packed cities like fresh air becomes like that becomes such a thing like i lived so i lived in the philippines for two years and every time i went to a place where i could like inhale fresh air i would just be so happy and it's it's fresh air like but apparently it's very hard these days to to get fresh air Yeah, yeah, especially in Asian countries where there's more people per square meter. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So we we kind of uh, we kind of wanted to get extreme freedom to create our own life, freedom from uh, any duties, some job tasks. So I had my own company uh, who was um, mainly s- selling uh, tea products in supermarkets and kind of Christmas uh, corporate products during Christmas time. And we were living uh, with this, with it, our, me and my wife. But soon uh, the revenue started declining because we didn't, I didn't bring enough uh, new products to the market, and so uh, I had to find new ways, new business opportunities, and the kind of the construction material that that I thought uh, might is needed, so that I didn't like the construction materials uh, available. So I started to started making new one, and this is also part of the great creation process that uh, we create our own lives. <laughs> well, I I am curious though. So so you had the tea company, and then you started doing like other businesses. You live in a forest. You have internet because otherwise we cannot record this podcast episode. So what what are you doing now? Like how are you uh, make a living right now? Hmm. 
uh, the tea business is still going a little bit. Uh, just made uh, recent uh, new designs uh, with the help of uh, of AI uh, uh, kind of uh, meat journey. Uh, so there is a little bit this going tea business still going on. But uh, mainly at the moment, we have uh, uh, some grants from uh, European EIT, uh, European Innovation Technology Institute, that uh, funds uh, climate friendly or kind of uh, greener companies. Uh, and uh, we are in um, a built environment accelerator. And we got some grant that we are living on at the moment. And we have to look for funding as well. So that's uh, one of part of our contract at the moment with the EIT. Cool. And, um, <laughs> so we are actually uh, making, have been making lots of tests with a uh, foam mortar or foam concrete uh, that uses uh, as little as cement as possible, perhaps even no cement, and uses industry side products uh, to make uh, a very light stone that you just pour into the forms. Uh, yeah, like you can create one story uh, per day. It's really uh, economical and really green, so that uh, less uh, builders are needed and uh, less uh, virgin materials are needed. Mm-hmm. Wow, I feel like that you're like where I'm always like worried. Oh, I need to go on Airbnb to find like a next house. I find it so cool that you're actually not just building your own home, but are also yeah, like like thoughtful about what with what type of materials am i going to create my own home and um yeah like really fully design it from from the ground like instead of going to a store i want these styles and this and this and this you're just really creating it i think that's awesome Mm, yeah we like it as well (laughs) that's amazing so one thing i'm very curious about i already said an introduction like about habits right like digital nomads or people that design their own lives habits are very important because like freedom comes with a lot of complexity so you you kind of need habits to set boundaries for yourself you need to have habits habits to so you can set boundaries for your work life or even for your relationship like habits are actually really helpful so what is for you like crucial in having in like building healthy habits it's crucial to uh, start with a new activity and uh, try to repeat it uh, every day this is the fastest way of uh, learning a new habit i started running uh, last spring because i i got i did like a full health test uh, with all those uh, different kind of uh, blood uh, levels that uh, indicators and uh, it came out that uh, i need to exercise a little bit more even though I didn't have bad health, uh, but uh, I wanted to be to, to be better. That was uh, one push for me to do something. And another thing is I saw as, uh, how uh, athletes, uh, about their endurance. Uh, it was really amazing to see how what they do uh, to kind of uh, run a marathon or uh, or actually uh, give a little bit more effort uh, this time. And how, how, how do they do that? Mm-hmm. And then uh, I started uh, started running from zero. I had uh, <laughs> like a one one minute run, one minute uh, walk, one minute run, one minute walk. So that kind of very simple. And took a, and uh, took a kind of um, a running uh, program. So uh, started from that and and almost every day 
and little by little, I saw how actually I can run more, uh, longer without breathing so much anymore. And like week by week, I saw that uh, my body adjusts and I get used to the new level. Mm -hmm. uh, this was uh, like a really aha moment for me that uh, this is uh, this is what's possible. That every, this kind of developing is uh, development is possible, and uh, this really creates the habit that you you feel really. I feel really well after uh, after running. Uh, that there's more energy. I don't lose usually energy. I I get mm -hmm. energy from running. So basically, what I would say, habit comes from uh, things that people do more than forty times. Uh, so basically 20 to 40 times is usually, uh, the, um, when the mind and the body gets used to the new activity, uh, before that, it's kind of a, a strange new thing, but then it's more like, uh, more normal and more familiar thing after 40 times. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I do think though, that it's. I mean, some people are really, really good and strong at keeping up habits, especially like like new things. But there are also like a lot of people that maybe especially with things like working out or like stuff like that. It's just hard to like maintain your habit or to really, really integrate it in your day to day life because there's always like something else that pops up or could be work, could be like an invite to hang out with friends. So unlike the more, um, let's say, days that you were more likely to procrastinate, how did you put yourself in the mindset of, it's my habit, I'm going to do this? Like, how did you flip that switch? Basically, the runners say also that uh, you can skip one day, but don't skip two days. Uh, <laughs> so well, basically, when I skipped one day, the next day I wanted to go running. Uh, so then, then I felt like... Uh, uh, I'm doing my, I'm continuing my habit. <laughs> the one way, one way to uh, build a new habit is uh, try to make it so that it rewards you after every time, and that you get a small reward. Uh, and uh, if if it's a good feeling, or maybe someone else, or someone says you something good, or it's, uh, then then it's helpful that you get a small reward every time or uh or like every week or something like that so it helps another way another thing that helps is uh is uh, make the environment for you comfortable to continue the habit mm -hmm. uh for example we especially put the yoga mat uh where, where we can see it we go past past it uh many times a day and uh so that it reminds us that oh you should take it out and <laughs> stretch a little <laughs> so we we try to use uh, these kinds of um ways to make it easier in this environment to to continue the habit take away the things that might uh, be an obstacle for it yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense i like what you said about the rewards like for example i'm learning duolingo i'm using duolingo to learn portuguese <laughs> um and in the beginning like when i was learning portuguese like i couldn't really like stick to it um but now i'm using duolingo and i'm like now like i think like 50 days or something in a row but even like if you have something good or halfway the exercise there's always like some cheering happening like you get really excited about it and you start to play longer and longer 
Um, and I, so I, I think that's a really great thing to, that you point out because it, it's true. Like if there's some sort of reward um, or like something that makes you feel like really good, um, that that always helps. So aside from the good feeling, what are other maybe rewards that you can think of um, in creating habits? One that helps is uh, when you make an investment, for example, when you buy a coaching program or something, uh, and uh, you pay a few thousand euros for that, then you don't want to lose it. <laughs> you just want to invest it in uh, in the best possible way. And then you are like committed uh, financially. Uh, another way to commit yourself is to do it together with a friend or or uh, or another kind of commitment partner. So uh, so that uh, once a week you kind of talk to him or her. And you share your successes, and uh, and you share your kind of what your problems or obstacles, and and then every time, every week, you know that oh, this call is coming. Uh, I need to I need to have something to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> so this also helps, like having this kind of social uh, accountability. Yeah. And another thing is that uh, you put yourself uh, up in the World Wide Web and uh, and announce everybody in your social media that ah. Oh, you are now trying to uh, do this and you are doing it and you make a promise that you will do it. And then after you have promised everybody, there's, it's also kind of um, social accountability that yeah. others will want to see how you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially the accountability is such a strong tool to like to, to get stuff done. But also to um, to when you're in a group and you have that accountability, like it doesn't always have to be about you need to achieve. Like, yeah, there are always roadblocks when when you're building your own home, like you're doing when you're building a business, when you're traveling the world and and doing everything at the same time. And I think that maybe this is one of the big misconceptions that people have of like people that live an exceptional life that everything is just perfect and great and it's like oh sunshine every day but you know we we all experience rainy days but it's it's extremely powerful to have to be part of a community where you can um yeah where you can share what's going on and also uh if you have something to celebrate because otherwise you're just alone so it's nice if more people can celebrate with you (laughs) yeah yeah and that, and as I like uh, helping people, so I started uh, coaching them and uh, sharing my uh, more like ten years experience as an entrepreneur and sharing my learnings, uh, mental fitness learnings, and so uh, I I started coaching people on that as well. So that's uh, that's one of my new things I didn't mention yet. Oh, that's so exciting! So. Talking about entrepreneurship then, because I actually have one more question for you. So it just kind of fits right in. There are a lot of entrepreneurs in this space, like in the digital nomad and remote workspace. It's pretty obvious by now that building your side hustle or a project that can create some sort of income is a great idea because we see so many layoffs. And I feel like the more traditional way of creating security, which is buying a house, getting a mortgage, uh, having one job like that is not of this time anymore. Like now we need, we redirect our lives. So for those entrepreneurial folks, what is the one entrepreneurship lesson that you want to share with our listeners today from your journey? 
So yeah, basically, uh, what makes the difference between uh, succeeding and failing is uh, consistency. Taking care of your uh, cup or your foundation, your mental, physical health is the foundation of your business. If you have uh, uh, enough energy, then you can grow the grow the company and start the business. Uh, uh, if you don't have the energy, so basically it also reflects how the, how the business does. And uh, and so basically my, mes- uh, my message is that uh, uh, it's really easy to get lost in the doing and uh, mm-hmm. forgetting your, uh, to filling your cup uh, mentally and physically and doing enough uh, kind of a w- moving enough uh, every day and uh and uh, developing your mental fitness as well it's like for many people have i i have had also many kind of uh, uh saboteurs mental saboteurs that uh for example pleasing people um um now now i i don't need to do it so much anymore but pleasing people that means that every time you get a negative uh negative feedback from somewhere you kind of feel bad about it Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't be like that. So basically, for me, the learning has been that I am much bigger than my business is at the moment. I have so much more potential. Mm-hmm. So how am I doing at the moment does not show anything about my value or my happiness. So basically, uh, all these uh, small uh, mental mental things that I have learned during uh, during my entrepreneurship uh, journey this uh, this i also help uh, other uh, uh, other entrepreneurs with us and how to make the mindset shift and uh, make it easier and make yourself uh, less uh, fragile uh, whatever comes your way you're happy to take it as a growing and learning opportunity uh, growing yourself and growing the company all these kinds of mental things have been really important during my learnings here and um, Beautiful. And this is like uh, this is like the basis of uh, of the of the of the journey and uh, and of the business. So, if 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 this is kind of neglected, something happens. You run out of energy, or you uh, run into health problems, or whatever. So it really must take care of this. That's a good one. Like people, if you're listening to this, take care of yourself mentally, physically, all your relationships. I love that. All right. So uh, we're at the end of the episode and I always ask my guests if they have one question for me. So do you have a question? How long have you been uh, broadcasting and uh, how can you kind of sum up uh, how has it been for you, this broadcasting journey? Oh, I love that. Okay, so the podcast is more or less one year old now. So I'm still baby. But it's been an incredible journey. And actually, soon we're going to release some episodes on specific, like some solo episodes specifically on that, because a lot of people ask me this question. What it's done for me is that at first I thought, oh, I want to become a podcaster. And then I want to grow business out of that, like the podcast itself. But it's actually everything that's happening around the podcast. It's the network, the community, the people that I get connected to, the conversations that I have, the friendships that I build. And often like after a podcast episode or just before I connect in a, in such a special way with my guests. And so for me, it's been, um, it makes me feel more alive. 
And now I need to like figure out like how to really leverage that. So also what you said, like you're bigger than than your business and there's just so much more outside of just the business. I feel that with the podcast too, like the podcast is just one one piece of this gigantic puzzle that is me. And there's just so many more things that I can do. But um, I'm really happy I started the podcast. It's, it's been an incredible journey. <laughs> well, yeah. And uh, I wish you all the energy to continue doing it. Thank you. I love it. All right. So um, where can people find you online and uh, about your coaching? Like where can people find your coaching services? The best way uh, to connect with me is to uh, uh, find me in LinkedIn, Jon Ender. Uh, I saw that there is only one other person, but he's <laughs> quite much older than me. <laughs> the <laughs> same name. But basically, yeah, if you should connect with me, then uh, then we can uh, continue from there. So uh, and to see what what kind of challenges you have, and uh, and if I am able to help you. Or not? Uh, if not, then I will. Uh, <clears throat> I will direct you to another coach. Uh, have a quite a nice network of other coaches as well. So uh, basically, yeah, I'm. I'm very eager to help uh, others uh, learn faster than I did and kind of progress faster as well. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining today. And if you want to learn more about this episode, you want to check out the show notes or you want to get weekly updates about all our podcast episodes, go to digitalnomadsdaily.com forward slash podcast and you can sign up for our newsletter, which is weekly with like amazing tips and also life lessons like we talked about today at digitalnomadsdaily.com forward slash newsletter. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening today. And John, thank you so much for being here. I really enjoyed our chat. Yeah, I enjoyed as well. Thank you as well for inviting me. 